Good morning. The Loudoun County School Board got their preliminary headcount for this school year. And here's something you're not used to hearing in Loudoun. The growth is slowing. For Friday, September 14th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The school system's preliminary headcount for this year is in, and it shows growth slowing. In all, 81,235 students showed up to class in the first 10 days of school. That's 816 more students than this time last year. That's actually still more than 1,000 students fewer than what school administrators predicted. It's 735 fewer elementary students, 145 fewer middle school students, and 175 fewer high school students than they were expecting. Coming off of a few years of higher-than-expected enrollment, school board members commended the Legislative and Planning Department for their conservative enrollment projections. School board member Joy Maloney said they were some of the best projections she's seen. She did point out one concern. The brand-new Goshen Post Elementary School opened just three weeks ago for the first time with 1,131 students. That's 218 more students than expected and 171 students more than the building was designed to hold. Assistant Superintendent of Support Services Kevin Lewis said his staff is going to look at that situation more closely when the official enrollment count is made on September 30th. 67 of the county's 91 public schools had fewer students than expected to show up to the first week of school. In particular, Stonehill Middle School, Rockridge High School, John Champ High School, and Parkview High School saw enrollment well below the projections. Stonehill saw 123 fewer students than expected. 22 schools have so far seen higher-than-expected enrollment growth. Riverside High School, for example, didn't have it quite as bad as Goshen Post, but did welcome 1,861 students this year, which is 122 more than expected. If these numbers hold up for the official count on September 30th, it will be the smallest incremental growth Loudoun school system has seen in recent years by a lot. As I mentioned, this year so far they've counted 816 new students. Last year it was 2,555. Go to slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the director of a child care center in Lovettsville has been arrested on charges of assaulting a child. Heather R. Whitfield, 43 years old, the director of Heather's Kids Child Care, was arrested this week and charged with assault and battery. According to the sheriff's office, on August 24th, the child in question received minor injuries to his lip and arm. The family was initially told he got those injuries from an accident. They filed reports with the County Department of Family Services, and the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office's Special Victims Unit was brought in to help investigate. The Virginia Department of Social Services is reviewing the operation and licensing of the facility, which is over on Berlin Pike. 
According to the center's website, Whitfield has been providing childcare since 2013 and opened the commercial facility in December. The center offers programs for infants through preschool. The Leesburg Town Council this past week rejected an effort by the Virginia Department of Transportation to brief them in secret. Council members refused to go into closed session to hear presentations about a design for the interchange of Route 7 and Battlefield Parkway proposed by one of the three contractor teams bidding on that project. The VDOT team was looking for feedback about a different design for the interchange for that $58 million project. In this case, according to VDOT program manager Tina Briganti-Dunn, the plans involve proprietary information that could not be discussed in open session. After spending months working to come to an agreement about the project, council members raised concerns about changing it behind closed doors and not being able to discuss those changes with constituents. Of course, as I feel, I must remind everyone every time this comes up, there's actually nothing in Virginia law that prevents them from talking publicly about what goes on in closed session, but you know how people get with their secrets. Some council members also worried that this would be unfair to the other bidders. And speaking of the Leesburg Town Council, there's been a back and forth for months over how to preserve a burial site in town, and it may end up with the town leasing the property out. Council members seem ready to entertain the idea that an outside organization might do a better job maintaining and preserving the Sicklin Cemetery across from the Leesburg Executive Airport. The town bought this property almost 30 years ago, and it's the final resting place for 55 people in two cemeteries. The town council bought the property for a buffer around the airport starting in 1989, and the cemeteries were discovered in 2007. The cemeteries are from the community of black families who lived in Lower Sicklin in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Two years ago, Pastor Michelle C. Thomas of the Loudoun Freedom Center approached the town about preserving the area, and a volunteer cleanup began. That was when the town found out about someone illegally dumping deer carcasses on the property. After that, Leesburg Mayor Kelly Burke proposed creating a master plan for the site. While town public works staff are responsible for clearing debris, mowing, and maintaining access to the graves, some in the community, including Thomas, have criticized the unkempt state of the site. To lease the property out, town manager Kai Dentler said the town would need to issue a request for proposals. He said a draft of that will be in front of the council in two to four weeks. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. While you're there, check out our write-up on what landing Amazon's new HQ2 could mean for Loudoun County and the region, for new jobs, for the economy, and for housing prices and pressure to develop the rural West. It's all at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, today, Old Ox Brewery releases Oxorcist 2, dedicated to the ghosts of Shocktober's Paxton Manor. It's made with a magical combination of pumpkin, Vermont maple syrup, cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, and vanilla bean formulated to exercise all unwanted spirits. Anyway, they're open from 2.30 to 10 p.m. today with live music starting at 6.30. Radio NV is playing live at Vanish Farmwoods Brewery in Luckett's tonight from 5 to 8 p.m. And Juliana McDowell and her brand new band, The Family Jewels, will play the Gap stage at the Old Stone School in Hillsborough tonight at 7 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, tell more than 800 new students about the podcast and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great weekend and have a great day.